Welcome, Yadabun, to another episode of the Gifted Present Podcast, where you'll be unpacking life with your host, Jess, your newest and latest lifestyle blogger. Check out her website at jjesskim.com and myself, hitting your internet friend and hype gal. So, hey, Jess, we are back for another episode, episode 10, and it is actually our season finale. I cannot believe it. (laughs) How are you feeling after all of this? I am in absolute shock. I can't, it it flew by, um, but I'm just so proud of us because... (laughs) I'm really bad at finishing projects, but we said from the start that we would do at least 10 episodes and here we are. I'm so proud of us. So congratulations to you and congratulations to me. We did it. We did it. We did it. I know we did it. (laughs) We finished the project. (laughs) We did it. I am very proud of us too. I was like, oh my gosh. Because, you know, 10 episodes... That's 10 weeks. And I'm so happy that we got to do this because I feel like I learned so much. Mm, And we're definitely not done. I mean, we will be back. We're just taking a little break to spend some more time, you know, brainstorming and getting our juices flowing with creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot that we want to cover still. And definitely in season two, we will be back. So Yes, yes, there will definitely be a season two. I feel like this is just the beginning for us. It's been such an amazing creative journey and I think that we were both able to just really for once like really just hone in and work with our strengths and how we're different in our strengths and it's been so unbelievable for me because I just think that I've grown a lot through this process yeah same it's it's crazy how much you can learn about yourself just by doing something like this yeah Yeah. so good yeah So um, before we start to unpack, I don't know if you guys remember last episode, we played a little game. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have another game? (laughs) Well, we're going to play the same game. Are you ready for another round? Oh, okay. We're doing another round of car shower karaoke. Okay. But I thought that we can do some with some classic throwbacks. So I want you to tell me, Jess... If you're going to sing this song in your car, shower, or karaoke. So the first song is Truly, Madly, Deeply by Savage Garden. Dude, I don't know what song that is. (laughs) Okay, can I make a confession? I, like, am not really that into music. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Especially, like, like, 90s or 80s, 90s, early 2000s music. I yeah. think because I just grew up so sheltered, I, I yeah. don't really know song titles. But <sighs> <laughs> but I will say that sounds like a song that I would just sing in a karaoke. But I don't know. You tell me. Is that a karaoke-worthy song? <laughs> I would actually sing that in my car because it was more of like a radio hit. You know that song? <laughs> I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish, I'll be your fantasy. It's that song. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just remember listening to that song all the time in the car. Oh, my gosh. So I put that on the list. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Okay, it's totally me. Yeah. Go on. I am, I'm still going to participate, and yeah. I'm going to answer based on how I'm feeling. 
Go. <laughs> yes. Okay. So hopefully you know the second song. Um, it's A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Oh, like. Yeah, yeah. Car shower karaoke. Yo, that's a car song for sure. Because of um, what is that movie? White Chicks. Yes. Remember Terry Crews? He's in the car and he was singing it. Oh my gosh. I know. That's, I, whenever I hear that song, I think of White Chicks now. Yes. <laughs> So iconic. Okay. 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 Last song. And Uh I'm sure you know this one. You Are My Fire by Backstreet Boys. Oh, oh, thank the Lord. That (laughs) one's a karaoke song. I feel like we'd sing it together in a karaoke when we were in high school. We probably did. I I feel like there's always one person that will put the song in a karaoke Mm -hmm. list. No, you know what what song that is? That's like a, a wedding song. That's it, like yeah. getting people to the dance floor, it's getting them hyped up. It's that song. You, you hear that song and you have like a little liquid courage in you, you hit yeah. the dance floor. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Give me the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. don't give me the mic. You have a mic right in front of you. I feel like you want to sing a lyric. Go no, ahead. No, 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 no. Come on. Okay, you, okay, but like, I just. <laughs> remember the last episode <laughs> you Dude, were- I screwed that up like I, I like watched that episode like how did I get that lyric wrong come on do it for Britney do it for the Backstreet Boys let's hear a line <laughs> no, no I can't come on you are you are my fire you're the, the one, one. <laughs> desire <laughs> Tell me why, why? <laughs> so good. Okay. So good. So thank you for participating um, <laughs> in car shower karaoke. Yeah. Um, but moving along, what will we be unpacking today, Jess? <laughs> Wait, before we move along, though, what is the first song? I'm so hung up on it that I don't know it. It's Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden. They're an old, like, 90s, early thousands band. Okay, like, is it is it like a one-hit wonder? I've never yeah, even heard. I think so. Okay, I've never heard of Savage Garden in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just so hung up on it that I don't know. I don't know why it's bothering me so much. Oh, I can't wait for you to Google them. <laughs> just okay, to see okay. what they'll look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know, wow, Savage Garden. You learn yeah. something new every day. So yes. I will check them out and see what all the, what other songs they've written and sang. <laughs> Honestly, that's the only song I know from them. So okay. you don't need to feel bad. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. I feel a little better now. So we can get to our main segment of our episode. Sorry, it's just really bothering me. <laughs> Um, Anyway, so for this episode, our last episode of this season, we are going to be unpacking this actual season through reflection. Um, Mm. And so like we mentioned before, we are going to be taking a break and we're going to start up our second season. And we have a lot of ideas in our pipeline that we really just want to test out and actually plan for because... The way that this podcast, this first season actually started is that 
we hustled so hard because we just wanted to get things running. And we especially wanted to make sure that we had time to record for AAPI month because that is just something that we're really passionate about. So we just like rushed into this and magically with a lot of hard work and grit and determination, which Mm -hmm. we totally should take credit for, um, we pumped out 10 episodes and I think we were just on the grind. So it's important to slow down and really just make sure that you do some sort of reflection because there's actually a lot of benefits to reflection and mm-hmm. that could include enriching your emotional intelligence. Um, you can also develop greater empathy and listening skills. Reflection also improves your critical thinking skills and decision-making. It strengthens communications and relationships. And then it can even affect your leadership skills and really help you to expand your capabilities and capacities. So it is so important to reflect because there's so many benefits. And I just thought that it was also very timely because with the pandemic restrictions lifting for us, like right now in Chicago, it just feels like it's a normal summer now. Like so many people are outside and super excited to go eat at restaurants, hang out in the park, reconnect with old friends in person. And so I think like with all of these things happening and life kind of returning back to normal, Um, it's really great, but at the same time, if we forget to pause for a moment and just reflect through whatever in the world 2020 and the first half of 2021 was, like, you know, you can end up missing out on a lot of growth opportunities. So even though we might be reflecting specifically on what this podcast journey has been for us so far, I think for our listeners, you can also benefit from this because first you can hear about what it takes to you know, start a podcast, but also I think the questions that we ask, you can also apply it to your pandemic experience because at the end of the day, this podcast was birthed out of the pandemic as well. So um, without further ado, how do you feel about all of this, Eddie? Are you on board? You ready to go? Start doing some reflection? I am. Yeah, you ready to, what is that? I'm staring at the man in the the mirror. mirror. So we're going to be doing some of that. Or is it, yeah. I'm starting? I'm starting with the man. I'm standing with the man in the mirror. Like, <laughs> right. Okay. This isn't no a music blonde. podcast. Yeah. Who is that girl I see staring straight back at me? Sing it, girl. Yeah. So we are going to be reflecting because it is so important. So here's just like one fun question that I wanted to start off with is Mm. what is your favorite thing or your favorite episode from this season and why? Man, I think we had so many good moments and I really liked all of our episodes. So this was a hard one to think about, but Mm. I really liked our immigrant family episode. Oh, Yeah, Yeah, because it just reminded me so much of like our culture and Korea and just my family back at home. Mm -hmm. And I also uh, really liked what you said last episode too about (laughs) fear of failure and how Mm. we shouldn't be afraid of failure because there's always something that you can learn from it. Yeah. So I think those are like my favorite moments. Oh. Like my highlights. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I actually really liked our... 
um, AAPI history episode because oh. again, I yeah. stand Erica Lee. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. She's such a great storyteller. And she also provided a platform for a lot of untold stories. And I think that that episode really kind of was a defining moment for our podcast format because Mm -hmm. we just realized, or at least for me, I realized just the power of storytelling and what it can do for a person because, and I think I've talked about this before, but it's like, if you just present a set of facts and statistics to someone, Mm. they're not really going to care about it because it's just a bunch of like jargon and numbers. Right. Yeah. But if you can put a story behind the facts and make it really personal, that's Mm. when it really has this powerful effect on people to like move and do things. And I say that because, um, when I was working at a nonprofit, something that someone said to me that like has always stuck with my brain mm. is that like people don't care about a cause unless it personally affects them. And so I think like that just was so applied to I think our AAPI history episode because it was just like, yeah, I now see why AAPI history is so important because it directly affects me, you know, yeah. and it makes such a difference being like, oh, here's like the number of crimes that have risen versus like, okay, well, here's a story about a person who was affected by that. And the sound Mm. of that story, it sounds exactly like my mom or my dad. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just thought like, I saw like the power of storytelling. And then I think for the following episodes, like if you've noticed, a lot of it was just storytelling and being like, here's our story. Can anyone else relate? So that's just my long-winded answer of being like, that's my favorite episode and that's the lesson that I've learned from it. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's so deep and so good. Mine is just like, Here you go. Yeah, I like this one because of the uh. <laughs> That's so funny. I just feel like I word vomited. I'm like in oh, my I head I was though. in my head I was thinking like, okay, this is exactly where I'm gonna edit this part. <laughs> like already thinking, like in my head, how am I gonna edit this? <laughs> I guess like that's a good segue. I wasn't even planning that, but yeah. what is one skill that you've learned through making this podcast? And this is the first time we've ever made anything like this or participated yeah. in anything like this. So it was such a huge learning process for us and I'd love to share yeah. my experiences, but I just want to hear from you. Like what was that learning process for you? Yeah, I think skill-wise, I think I learned a lot about social media management Mm. and a lot about social media marketing. Um, It's not really an area that I ever really like deeply tapped into, but Mm -hmm. doing a lot of the research, trying to figure out the algorithm, I feel like I learned a lot about like community engagement and what it means to build a brand. Um, Mm. And I feel like I'm really glad I did this because it just gives me so many more ideas for other things and also more for this podcast as well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's just a small skill that I started building now. So if I keep continuing to do this and I build upon it, like where can Mm. it really lead to? So I'm really thankful. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say um, just the way that we are wired, I just think that I absolutely needed you in this process (laughs) because I'm not a social person. And if you look at my Instagram, I have like what, 12 posts and my account is like (laughs) from college. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like so thankful for you because 
I don't know how to engage with people. I don't know how to reach out to people. When people like slide into our DMs or like they comment, I'm like, what do I do with this? And Sadin is just so quick to be like, hey, this is what we're going to do. Here's how we'll respond. And here are the people that we'll reach out to. Here's like the type of people that we would consider as like people who might be interested in our following. And so... I think you've just done such an amazing job because oh, thank you. <laughs> it's like our like just our Instagram account alone. Like yeah. what, it's been live for what ten weeks, and yeah. <laughs> it has more followers than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but you put so much work into it too, though. Oh my God. So I guess for context yeah. for our listeners. Um, I guess like one piece of advice that I would give is if you want to start your own podcast with someone is find someone who I, maybe I just got really lucky, but find someone who has completely skill, different skill sets from what you do. So the way that we break down the, the amount of work that we do, I feel like is very 50, 50. So heading focuses more on social media and outreach. And so she's the one that's like basically responding to all of your comments, which is why they sound super sweet and super nice and very cheerful. (laughs) Um, And so she's like monitoring like our analytics and whatever, because I just, I absolutely just do not have an eye for that. And so she's doing all of that, looking at where we can grow, where we can get the word out about our podcast, things like that. And then what I do, I'm writing out content and thinking about the format of our Mm -hmm. episodes, and then I'll present them to Sedin and we'll just kind of go through like, okay, here are the things that we want to talk about. And then I do all the post editing. So it works out. And what I like though, is that maybe it's just because we've known each other for so long is if we ever wanted to flip flop and just try something out. We know that we're not stepping on each other's toes or anything like that. So like there were episodes that like setting designed and things like that. And I was totally fine with it. So I would say like find a partner though, that has different interests than you and different strengths. And you can just really tackle this beast because it it really is like a beast of a project to do podcasts. I now understand why people just have careers dedicated to podcast production. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. And I feel like we just like barely scratched the surface on this. Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's my one piece of advice. <laughs> Find someone who's different from you and work with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, obviously we just love when other people are successful too. You know, I, I maybe this sounds really selfish, but I always considered like my success is someone else's success and vice versa. Your success is my success. And so if anyone ever has any questions like on like affordable equipment yeah. <laughs> and like how to design an episode, like mm-hmm. what apps to use, like definitely reach out to us. We'd be more than willing to share like things that we've helped that have helped us. We'd love to make the process more efficient for you so that, you know, you can really just move along your way as quickly as possible on this journey if you're interested. Um, so I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to that setting? Oh, I was just, I'm just so thankful for you because I think you helped <laughs> me keep me really disciplined. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest, like, yeah, the accountability, I needed that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I loved working with you because I felt like you pushed me to be better. Uh-huh. So, Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
It's all mutual, man. Love working with you. (laughs) Yes, great partnership. (laughs) We really do have a great partnership. I think it's it's really special. I'm not saying no one else can find something like this, but let me tell you, this is like pretty special what we have between us. (laughs) She's the best. (laughs) She's the best. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I guess like for me in terms of like skill wise, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, editing has Dude. been such a journey. <laughs> Thanks, man. You, some killer editing skills. <laughs> but I will say that, yeah, I think I learned a lot in terms mm. of like the technicalities and like, I still don't really know how to do color correction too well or like those yeah. kinds of things, partly because I'm not that interested, but yeah. um, I definitely loved like the process of learning, you know, where to cut and you know how to make things sound really smooth mm. and things like that but i think what i really really enjoyed about editing is that as i was editing i started learning like oh okay this is how i can be a better presenter because it is so hard for me to hear myself talk because mm. for me when i listen to myself i'm like dude i sound like such an idiot <sighs> i said i said like at least 50 times in one sentence. I sound so dumb. I sound like, <laughs> like I don't know why anyone would ever listen to this, but yeah. um, with that realization and forcing myself to listen to myself, yeah. I started understanding and speaking differently yeah. where I'd be writing out my notes and I would know, okay, Jessica, focus more on this section because you're more likely to screw up here. So, you know, pay attention, do your homework. And editing has really helped me to do that. So more than learning like the actual visual skills and formatting a show, it just made me learn how to be a better presenter and speaker. And so I don't know if you've noticed, but when we're filming, I'll sometimes tell you, oh, just start from here. Cause I know yeah. how to edit it now, Yeah, you know, like you don't have to start your whole spiel all over again, but just start from this sentence in this way. Yeah. And I only learned that because I was editing. I know. I, I was like, dude, she, she a pro. <laughs> 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 oh my yeah. So I was just yeah. like, cause I know you, you've offered so many times to edit, which I was yeah. so thankful for. And I'm like, yeah, do it because you'll learn a lot. Yeah, dude. Not just the technicalities of it, but also mm. how to really let your persona shine. Oh yeah, I remember mm. the first episode. I would like listen to the raw audio, <laughs> and I was just like practicing in GarageBand and like editing it. I was like, oh, like I can relate with you of the uh, of the whole like how many times I say um, <laughs> like really, literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was rough. <laughs> it was for the rough. both of us. <laughs> but look but how far w- we've come. <laughs> yeah, I will say though, I I do agree with you too with the speaking skills. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I found myself feeling more comfortable in Zoom meetings. <laughs> <laughs> That's- I I like don't like speaking in Zoom meetings, but like if I mm. yeah. I've, I've noticed this like helped in small ways too. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why it's so important to pick up hobbies or keep developing them because you're not just learning one set of skills, but yeah. it can really affect and benefit your whole life. 
Yes. Because there are so many skills that you learn from making a podcast that you can transfer over to, you know, places of work or even in your own social circles. Yes. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the next question that I have for you is what was the most challenging part of this project for you? Oh, man. You know, I'm going to be honest because we're always honest here. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how insecure I was until Mm. I did this. Yeah, it really pushed me as a person, which I'm like really thankful that I did it with you. Because Mm. uh, especially after the second episode, I felt really down with myself because, I mean, for those that listen, I did cry. And I like (laughs) beat myself up for that for like a really long time. Like every day I'm like, oh, I can't believe I cried on the podcast. Mm. And, you know, it wasn't until I actually listened to the episode. I'm like, oh, you know what? Jessica's right. Like it wasn't even that bad. But I didn't realize that I held so many of my insecurities still that I thought I didn't have. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of self-reflection. Like, like this whole time was a, I felt like was a self-reflection kind of thing, <laughs> um, almost mm-hmm. like a self-reflection retreat, if you want to call it. But yeah, I feel like I also grew a lot from it and understood like mm-hmm. how I can be okay with my weaknesses, learn what my strengths are, yeah. and just be okay with myself as a person. Because mm-hmm. I think I also realized like how much. I cared too much about what other people thought of me. Like, you know, mm. half the time, like I wanted to say so much more on this podcast, but like I was scared I was going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> like I have this fear of being canceled. Like someone's going to be like, I can't believe you said that. And then like, you know, yeah. just making it in a headline. But who am I? I'm like not even in that type of position to like <laughs> have a headline. About, I'm not like Christy Teigen or anything, you know, yeah. but like I would have that like fear. And mm. I realized it's just, rooted from caring too much about what people thought of me and mm-hmm. how they perceived me because yeah. I was really scared of being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And all of those things, like, I'm like, wow, I got a lot to work on with myself. Mm. Yeah, so I think that was, like, kind of the hardest process was understanding that. Yeah, and that kind of goes into the next question that I wanted to ask is yeah. seeing yourself from how you were before we started this project to mm-hmm. now, what is like the biggest difference that you see? Would you say that it is in your sense of security of yourself or what does it look like? Yeah, I think I feel more confident in myself because mm-hmm. I'm okay with not being perfect. I think we talked a lot about that too. Like be okay with not being round perfect. of applause <laughs> or maybe just like, maybe I'll, I'll snap because yeah. it's a little easier on the ears. <laughs> How's that? Maybe yeah, some yeah, ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, beautiful. Continue. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I mean, just you know, there's you had a, you had an edit, so like, <laughs> there were so many times. Like, you guys don't know how many takes I've actually have done for cer- certain parts of like some of the episodes, and it's because like I I just got jitters and I didn't know how to get out of it, and it was because I felt insecure about myself. And like it was it wasn't until like after we would be done recording that yeah. I would have to spend the day with myself re- <laughs> like reliving and replaying in my head like where I messed up and, you know, knowing that I just had to be OK with that, even though it was going to be edited like I knew yeah. that. Right. But it, I yeah. just beat myself up because it's like, why can't I just articulate myself without stuttering or mm. being nervous? And like, mm-hmm. why am I so nervous? But. I, like I said earlier, it's because I realized like I have all these like insecurities because 
I care too much about what people think of me. I don't, yeah. I'm not secure in myself as a person, which is why I care so much. And then, yeah, I feel like I've, I've just grown to really start accepting myself and being okay with who I am. I don't know. Did I just repeat myself? I feel like I just was a broken record. No, but no. That was, yeah. that was really great. Be secure. That was a good Be answer. Secure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Self, yeah. Uh, self-esteem definitely went up, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember our very first episode. It's kind of cute now that I look back, but we were yeah. so nervous. <laughs> I know. We were. <laughs> like we, oh my gosh, we had so many cuts because yeah. we just... We're just running on this adrenaline rush. And looking back, I'm like, why though? Because it's not like we had a live audience. It was literally just us. We've had millions of conversations with each other before. Mm. But for some reason, we were both so freaking nervous. Yeah. I know. I don't know why. Maybe it was because it's like our first time with having like a mic and actually hearing ourselves speak with headphones and everything. Yeah. But... It's just funny now because now we're just a lot more like, yeah, I don't really care. Let's sing today. Yeah, let's sing. <laughs> let's play you- a game, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I love that. Do you do you feel like you've become more comfortable with yourself through this process? Yeah. I think um one thing that I've learned about myself is just like, yeah, just be comfortable with as much as you can give. Mm -hmm. And I say that because this is kind of tied in with like the challenging portion for me is that I tend to be such a perfectionist when I'm feeling insecure. So I get very nitpicky with myself. And so Mm -hmm. I remember like our first episode is one of the shorter episodes that we've recorded. Yeah, But I think I spent the most amount of time on it And yeah, it was because I wasn't really sure how to edit things. But more than that, I was being super nitpicky because I wanted to make sure that we both sounded perfect, you know? (laughs) And so I heavily edited that. And looking back, I think if I were to change anything from that episode, it would have been to edit it less. Mm. Because I think in the editing process, we lost a lot of ourselves. Like I am proud of that episode because, Mm -hmm. and I think it'll hold a very special place in my heart because it's our very first one. Yeah. But if I were to do it again, knowing what I know now, I would have been like, yeah, just let it go. You don't have to sound perfect. Yeah. You know, because like even when um, you're having a conversation with your friends, you're not purely articulate, you know, and you don't sound polished and refined, which Mm -hmm. is what I think I was trying to do with the first episode being like, yes, I want us to sound like geniuses, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but then I also realized that as we were making more episodes, that it wasn't about sounding perfect or sounding smart, but it really was just sounding genuine. And what that means is you don't have to edit as much. And yeah, if you stutter, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I swallow my spit at really random parts of a conversation yeah. <laughs> is what I've realized. <laughs> you know? And so don't get so hung up on those little details. And I think that really mm-hmm. helped a lot. And I think like how I've grown from our first episode to this episode is that I'm a lot more okay with mm-hmm. knowing that I don't have to give 110% 
every time I'm working on something. Like there are just going to be days because life hits you. And there were weeks where I just had absolutely no time to edit. And so I really had to pick and choose what to focus on. And there were some things that I had to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn to be okay with that because it didn't mean that I was producing bad quality content. You know, I gave my best, but sometimes my best is not going to be enough and that's okay. Like I really had to learn to just let things go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that you say that too. Cause like I, I did find like balancing was like a challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like with your actual nine to five in your personal life and then the Mm -hmm. podcast and then whatever else you got on the site because I know you you had like your training for a marathon too <laughs> oh my gosh so much on your plate yeah superwoman over here superwoman over here seriously you inspire me oh thank you yeah yeah so I yeah I think I've become a little more chill <laughs> eased off the throttle just a little bit yeah we're on cruise control that's fine it's okay we're gonna be fine mm-hmm. so yeah, I would say overall, I just feel very proud of ourselves. And I say that because I cannot believe we finished a whole season. We did what we said we were going to do from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of places for improvement, but I no longer see that through a very critical lens of like, yeah. oh my gosh, like we did this awful and like we got to make sure we don't ever do it again. Yeah. But it's more now just coming from a place of a desire to grow more mm-hmm. just being like, yeah, like we're not done. There's so much yeah. more that we can do. There's so much learning that we have. There's so much growth that we have. And so the points of improvement aren't places of dread or insecurity for me anymore, but it's more yeah. so just like an opportunity that I see where we can really just learn so much more. So I wanted to yeah. ask you as well, like how do you feel overall about what we've just done (laughs) I feel amazing in the sense of like I'm really proud of us like Mm. I really feel like we accomplished something because like it start to finish is I don't know I know you say that you have a hard time finishing but I have a hard time finishing a project too girl (laughs) like I like starting things but I don't really like finishing them yeah (laughs) so like you'll see like a lot of like half-knitted scarves (laughs) in my closet um but yeah I feel really great and I yeah I feel like I am more okay with myself Mm -hmm. so I feel like that I've been bringing that to everything like work Mm -hmm. too even so I feel more Mm -hmm. comfortable even with myself at work so I I think this was just something that I really needed to do and experience as well yeah because I didn't realize like how like I I know I sound like a broken record at this point, but like this process really made me see and face an insecurity mm-hmm. that I've been neglecting for a really long time. Yeah. Like when you say like, oh, like it starts with the person in the mirror. Like it really does. Like oh my God, <laughs> I'm looking at myself. I'm like, cause I didn't, I didn't like myself. Like even mm-hmm. trying to do this podcast was so hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to do something like exciting like this when you struggle with really liking yourself yeah at least for me it it was not saying that you can't do it but like because all I thought about before recording was like all my mistakes my previous mistakes and I had to learn how to just let it go then I realized that like I apply that to my life like if I just learn how to let things go and you know all those moments that I'm like 
self-cringing and like self-loathing myself because of that if I just learn how to just let things go then what else like what kind of magic can really be created because I feel like every episode I watch I'm like oh my god we did such a great job I'm like why was I freaking out like why was I so scared and it made me like just think twice and like regret like giving myself such a hard time going on with that what would you want to say to any listener or anyone who is on the cusp of wanting to start a new project, mm-hmm. might be a podcast or a new hobby, mm-hmm. but they're feeling hesitant about it? What's something that you want to say to them? Um, don't be afraid to start and to even fail or feel like you failed or fall because you can always get back up and nothing that you ever start like unless you're like a prodigy in something, right? But everything takes time and it takes practice. So if you keep working on it, it can happen for you. So I I say just don't give up, persevere. Like those would be my advice. Yeah, keep on going. I think, you know, I would just want to add on to that is, um, yeah, don't let fear be the reason why you don't do something. Mm. You know, I really think that for me, the reason why it was so hard for me to get started on this is because I was so afraid of failing. Mm. And I think like that is just something that I still struggle with to this day is like, I just don't want to fail. But the more and more that I try something new is that Mm -hmm. I realize that even if things don't work out the way that I expect them to, and even if I feel disappointment about it, yeah, like there's still something so worthwhile that has happened. And so you miss out on so much by not doing something because you're afraid. Like Mm. if you don't do something because you seriously have a full plate, like that's totally understandable. But if the only thing that's keeping you from not doing something and trying something new is because you're afraid, like really think about that. And are you really going to say that at the end of the day, you didn't do something because you were scared? Hmm. You know, so I, I would say anyone who wants to pursue some sort of creative project, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that you have to go in 100%. Yeah. And quit your day job and, and, you know, devote the rest of your life to this project. Mm. But I'm saying, you know, take those baby steps and just, just try. There's absolutely nothing wrong with just trying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you'll learn a lesson too, even from trying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. As long as, I, I really think, like, as long as you have the right attitude and the right perspective yeah. when you're doing something new, like, there is nothing that you could really say was a waste of your time. Yeah. All good stuff. All good stuff. Okay. Well then to wrap up our time of reflection, um, I guess I want to know. So we did talk a lot about our past experiences through this podcast. We're obviously trying to stay present, but I think it's also good to be hopeful and anticipate things of the future. So What's something that you're looking forward to for our next season? Because there will be a next season. (laughs) There will be next season. Um, I'm just looking forward to more deep conversations with you and like also like potentially bringing on other people as guests um, and just diving deep into more like stuff, more topics. Yeah, 
Because I feel like there's a lot that we wanted to talk about, but we just yeah. couldn't fit it in in 10, 10 episodes. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait to dive deep into those other topics that we talked about. Yeah, let me tell you, we have yeah. a lot more baggage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing I will say, too, is that I really do look forward to the next season because one thing I forgot to mention is if I learned anything about if I learned anything from this podcast would be to learn how to be present. I think I forgot to mention that, like, I realized, like, it made me a better listener in my outs- like in my daily life. And it taught me how to be more present with the people around me. So, like, I'm just looking forward to the next season and learning more about how, how to be present because I think it's just it's a daily practice thing. Yeah. 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 I love that. What about you? I am just excited for the journey. And I think we've learned so much from, because this, in a way, it it seems like it was a trial run Mm. because we started this being like, okay, let's just make 10. And then from there, if we want to keep making more, we can. If not, we'll just stop, shake hands and move on to something different. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But really this first season feels like a launching pad for me. And I'm really excited because I know that for our next season, we'll be more prepared Mm -hmm. and we definitely have certain ideas that we really want to see come into fruition. And I don't want to go into the specifics of it, but Mm -hmm. I do feel like those things are going to happen because Mm -hmm. I've also noticed that for both you and I, like our confidence level has risen And because of that, we're more committed and we're more able to actually see things through. So I know that for sure, if we put our minds to it, we'll make it work. And so I'm really excited to see what this new attitude and this new approach is going to lead us to. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited. Me too. Um, So good. Yeah, right. (laughs) So we'll miss you. But um, in the interim, I will say that here are some things to reflect on because it is so, 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 so important to reflect on any sort of experience. And I really think that as we're moving on from this pandemic, it would be such a waste if we did not reflect on this. So um, if you haven't started on a project and you don't really think that this episode really applied to you, then you know just think about reflecting on your pandemic experience. So some questions that you can start asking yourself is, what is one thing, despite all of the difficulty and challenges, what is one thing that you are thankful for through this experience? Um, what is your favorite thing about um, whatever happened during these past few years? What's a challenge that you faced throughout this time? And what is something that you've learned about yourself through this time? So those are a lot of loaded questions because you have a year and a half to unpack. So take your time on that. And while you do, just know that Teddy and I are working in the background to come up with more episodes for this podcast. We're so excited about discovering YouTube and the wonderful world of it. Wonderful, scary, and kind of dark, but... (laughs) You know what? We'll we'll dive into that and it'll be a learning process for us too. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm so excited and I cannot wait to reconnect with you guys again. Yes. 
Thanks so much, Jess. I love everything you said. And yes, thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode and being present with us again. All of our resources and mentioned websites will be in our show notes. As always, please feel free to slip into our DMs to share your thoughts and feedback. Don't forget to check out our social media accounts on Instagram and TikTok at The Gift of Present. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and YouTube. So please like, comment, and subscribe. And until next time for season two. See ya, love ya, and ciao.